Creating and rekindling memories. NHR. Here's uh, Mr. Graham Buchanan, who is uh, on the other end of this phone. It's getting day at the Bonington Theatre, where uh, Blind Eye Productions are going to be uh, performing uh, The Three Musketeers on the 11th to the 14th of May. Uh, Graham, how are you doing, mate? Oh, good, thank you. Yep, we're just going through a few um, necessary sword drills and... Uh, then uh, the set's arriving in, in a little while, um, and then we'll be uh, up to our elbows in paint and uh, sawdust, no doubt. My goodness. Now, the, now the, I, every time sort of I mention things like get in day, get out day and stuff like that, um, I'm, I'm automatically thinking that people know what, what the heck I'm talking about. I mean, they think that probably half the time. Um, but get in day is when the production company, they, they basically just get everything in, don't, don't they? And uh, get it all set up, exactly. get it all ready. So Now, I've, I mean, I've... I've done discos at the Bonington Theatre many, many years ago, uh, and I know that there's two entrances in there, which is through the main entrance and then uh, up in the lift, or there's that side entrance uh, up those stairs. How do you get all the equipment and all the scenery and everything else in? Is it through the front or is it up those side stairs? I'm going to find out in uh, in a couple of hours' time because uh, this is actually my first time in this particular venue, but I I think we uh, will be getting it in through the side door um and uh, and then getting to work um because as you say um we have a blank theater space at the minute um and we have to transform it into uh 16th century paris now that i know that it's just a good job it's not raining because those metal steps can be very slippery so i'm really pleased that you've got a good day for getting in and you've said it's the first time in bonington theater it's also your first show for blind eye Productions. so how did you become involved um, just by uh, friendships and knowing people. And uh, then they uh, happened to say after the really good production they did of Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe that this was coming up. And, well, you know me, you know I like a challenge, uh, something new to take on. And the the prospect of uh, you know, learning stage combat skills was, um, and of course, the swashbuckling adventure. I thought uh, I would um, see if I could... Uh, get involved um, and I auditioned and was very very lucky to get the part of Athos. Now as I mentioned you are playing Athos, you mentioned Athos as well now Athos of course is the oldest of the musketeers described as noble and handsome but also melancholy I mean, how would you describe the, the sort of Athos that you're playing? Um, I think I think moody um, the, the, the show is written in, in, in such a way that the, the, the work is adapted to have a lot of yeah, of, of the comedy elements of it, you know, being an adventure. Um, but yeah, he does add that element of grit um, and and, and thought, thoughtfulness to the proceedings, whereas others at that point are, 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 are more boisterous and, 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 and outgoing and, and he's slightly more introverted. But um, that you'll have to see how that comes across in terms of how the, yeah, the physical portrayal during the fights um, and... Uh, but also the the dialogues and the um, the way the scenes unfold and the character reveals himself. Okay. Now, that it, I mean, if you were like me as a kid, uh, we, we sort of used to go out into the garden back back in the day when we weren't sort of a you know sort of stuck to a mobile phone or a tablet or something. We used to go out in the garden and play. And 
I, I used to love playing musketeers. Yeah, you know, grab sort of something to make a sword out of. Go into the garden with your mates and, and have a good old sword fight with, with whatever you've got available. Um, and uh, it, it's great just to pretend to be a musketeer. So I suppose as an adult, you must be having the time of your life playing a musketeer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one thing that you won't be able to see uh, is the enormous smile on my face as you describe that, that because that is exactly um, um, what drew me in, into yeah, doing a show like this. Um, and yeah, I was there in the garden. I mean, yeah, wasn't always there in a group. Sometimes I had to make do with fighting the apple tree, but the apple tree lost every single time, <laughs> I can course. tell you. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is, it is wonderful. But then actually doing this on stage is a very different thing. It, it, it's, it's not, a, um, it, it's not a, a game in the garden and we are using some quite dangerous equipment to, um, to put the show on and to make it look real. So there's been, you know, from the off, uh, Blind Eye have been very, very um, careful to sort of say this is, this is, the, this is how we do this safely uh, for both us and the audience. And, and it's, it has been an incredible learning experience to learn this, you know, this, this, this new skill and everything that sort of goes alongside it. Now, I know the people behind Blind Eye, Blind Eye JJ and, and the rest of them. I know sort of the work that they put in there. And they're not going to be using the, the swords where you can see a sort of, you know, bending in the middle of the flexi swords. They're, you know, it's, it's not... What, is it the real thing? Or are they sort of special swords that you're using for stage combat? Uh, they are specifically um, adapted for stage combat. But um, uh, we, we've been working with um, uh, a guy called John Buckridge, who is a, you know, uh, a full-time fight choreographer um so we are you know very fortunate we are using genuine um rapiers uh you know in a sense you know then they're not props they are they are actually weapons and so we are being you know drilled in their in their safe use um so uh that's yeah that that's it we are um we are using sort of real um uh uh, weapons from the that, that look right for the time how are you finding the training because uh when, when you see people sort of fighting even in a film or on stage or, or whatever it looks I mean, it's supposed to look very physical but i imagine as well that it uh, it sort of quite takes a toll on, on your energy levels doesn't it? Cause it it's just full on all the time how are you how are you dealing yeah. with the training i find it actually energizing um i i, I do find that with with any rehearsal period you know i i, I on many occasions, particularly those those late week nights um, when you know the, the rehearsal venues a while away and you've had a long day at work, but I actually find it um, that I, I come out sort of bouncing around like a Duracell bunny because yeah, it, it's it's such a sort of yeah energizing experience. You know, getting in and creating and developing your, developing your character a little further, learning a bit more about um, you know how to make you know, the, the portrayal successful. So I actually find that it's, uh, um, yeah, a, 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 <laughs> a, although it is, you're right, it is physically draining. Um, you know, um, I thought foolishly, naively, I thought that uh, it would be handy because I do it um, alongside my cricket training because uh, the, the fencing stance, well, that must be similar to batting, but it's you know, your legs are the other way around. So, you know, that, that, that sort of... Uh, um, Fell up, yeah, fell fell around for my ears at the, from the outset. But um, the uh, uh, yeah, so while it is physically draining, the the creative process and the the endorphins from the physical exercise, um, I actually most of the time I will come away from rehearsal less tired than when I went in.
Brilliant. Good good for the, the sort of keeping up the, the, the exercise as well and keeping yourself fit. Now that you've, you've said it, it's, well, it's set in the 16th century, the 30, uh, the 30 degrees. The, the, the 30, I'm just thinking of the temperature in this room. Uh, the three, uh, I didn't say the three degrees there. The three musketeers, we'll get it, we'll get there. Um, and of course, when we think of the three musketeers, we think of the wonderful costumes that they wore now. I know JJ has made, uh, has he made all the costumes or, or just the musketeers costumes? Uh, for the show? Uh, he's, he's, yeah, I think um, one of the cast called uh, Adam Chapman has been helping him out, yep. but it has been a labour of love for JJ. Um, so a few months ago, I, uh, I, I took, yeah, he, he sort of got out my uh, the jacket that I'll be wearing and I, I, I took one look at it and fell absolutely in love with it. He's done a fantastic job. And it feels really good and really sort of, um, yeah, empowering in a sense to, um, to have the, yeah, the, the visual aspect of it. So um, yeah, it's, it's a really um, uh, yeah. It, visually, I'm I'm really optimistic that it's going to be um, yeah a feast for the eyes. And I know that uh, with Lion and the Witch, uh, Lion, Witch and the Wardrobe, uh, which Blind Eye put on, uh, they they won a uh, an award uh, for the costumes on there. So I, you know, you just know that the costumes are, are going to be just brilliant to look at, uh, as well as the whole production. Mm. Now, the, oh yeah, I was sat in the audience for Lion, Witch and the Wardrobe, and I my, my chin was on the floor with the yeah. impact of how how good they looked. Um, that's yeah, just praise for another production. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now this production, of course, it's um, it's the Ken Ludwig's adaptation of the Three Musketeers, uh, based on uh, Dumas's novels. Um, so, so, what's the storyline for the, this play? Do, does it sort of waver a lot from the original Alexander Dumas version? Um, no, uh, it is it is quite true. I mean, I, I will confess, I have not read the novel. Maybe I should have done. Um, but I did watch the the Michael York Oliver Reed films when I was younger, and yeah, that, that split into the two, um, yeah, the two story, the two separate stories. But those two are sort of run into one, so um, it is, um, yeah, very true to the original. There's a couple of um, different characters that, um, that that don't come come across in, uh, come across in the original, um, and there is a very very slight subtle twist at the end. Oh, so we'll we'll have to wait uh, wait uh, and see what that twist is. Now, for people who love local theatre and visit local theatre quite a bit like myself, they'll, they'll recognise there's a lot of sort of well recognised members of the cast uh, in there, including James Waldron. Now, then, I'm, I'm going to ask you in the uh, in the Facebook posts and everything, he's got the beard and the moustache and everything. Has, uh, has yep. anybody actually told James Waldron that, uh, and, and he plays Porthos uh, uh, in in the production, that he bears quite a resemblance to Matt LeBlanc in his days in Friends? I will, I will, I will mention <laughs> to James that uh, he looks like uh, Matt LeBlanc from Friends. Um, obviously, I've, I've, I've known him a while. I, I, I first sort of got to know him when he was uh, um, playing Tumnus, and then, of course, during yeah. lockdown. Um, we we formed a sort of virtual play reading group where uh, um, we yeah we jumped onto Zoom and uh, yeah sort of did a different play every week, which uh, is really what kept me going through through that uh, that period. But uh, and he was part of that that group as well. But uh, I'm, I, 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 now you mention it, yeah, I can see the resemblance. Mm, you see, I, I saw those pictures and, and especially the um, the uh, the photos taken outside. Was it Walton Hall? That you had the uh, the pictures taken out outside of. Uh, we, we, yeah, we were in Woolerton yeah, Park. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 
looking at it, I thought, my God, they've got Matt LeBlanc to play Porthos. Uh, but it's not. It's James Waldron. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, he he just looks like Matt LeBlanc uh, in, in his friend's days, not as he is now. So he looks like a young uh, Matt LeBlanc. I'm sure he'll appreciate me saying that anyway. Uh, Absolutely. So, so tickets, tickets for the uh, the show. Uh, how can people get hold of uh, tickets for the Three Musketeers? Um, you always ask me this for, for productions tonight, and I usually come up with a stock answer of well, if you just Google Three Musketeers. Um, but no, you can go to the Bonington Theatre website, uh, collect them there, and if you um, search for for Blind Eye Productions, you'll you'll, you'll find your way in. Um, to to a, a ticket sale, but uh, yeah, um, and I think there will be there'll be tickets available on the door at the Bonington Theatre as well. Brilliant! The tickets are t- uh, ten pound on there as well, so uh, really good price for the tickets. Yeah. Now, one thing that I just want to uh, very quickly ask you before I let you go back to uh, uh, back to work um, is that there's, there's going to be a collection uh, on the door, um, and I imagine this is going to be on every performance, isn't it? Um, for it, it's to help um, Charlotte, um, Charlotte's friend. Um, and uh, there was a bit of a house fire. Now, Charlotte, is uh, she works on the backstage uh, side of the production, uh, and there was a, a house fire. They lost everything. Um, so if you can, just tell us a little bit about the collection. Um, well, I'd say it'll be happening afterwards, and like you say, it's uh, a, a cause very close to, uh, to you know, um, the, yeah, the, the production's heart. Um, and obviously, you know, we wouldn't want anybody to feel under pressure to contribute but uh, yeah anything that they can would be um you know very gratefully received it'll just be a simple matter of buckets uh, yeah uh, on, on the door after the show brilliant and it's yeah just help the family um yeah to sort of uh, yeah get back on their feet Oh, brilliant. Uh, well, it's at the Bonington Theatre. It's the 11th to the 14th of May. Um, it's the Three Musketeers. It's been put on by Blind Eye Productions. You can get your tickets through the website, um, as Graham said. Um, and go along and enjoy, because it looks like it's going to be a great swashbuckling success uh, for Blind Eye. Uh, and I, I know that you're going to love uh, performing in it anyway, because... Uh, you like me, just big kids, aren't we? So, and, and it's great to actually, you know, <laughs> couldn't possibly comment. Uh, <laughs> well, I play it being a DJ on Sunday morning, so you know that, that's my dream. <laughs> so, well, in that case, I hope I I, I do as well at uh, being a, a fearsome swordsman as you do as a DJ. So. Oh, you've not seen me here. You, you know the uh, the old saying about the swan uh, <laughs> looking smooth on top. And, <laughs> that's me. So, Graham, it's been brilliant to chat to you. Uh, break a leg you for too. the performance. I shall see you down there anyway. Uh, I'm down great. on the Saturday, so uh, I know you're going to have great fun. Have a good get-in, and uh, and we'll speak soon. Yeah, thank you very much. And all Talk the best with the cricket as well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Cheers, Graham. Till now, mate.